to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. She gasped then and clutched at her stomach. My fury vanished like a light switch being turned off. I'm fine, she panted. It's nothing. But I didn't hear. Her hands had pulled her sweatshirt to the side and I stared, horrified, at the skin it exposed. Her stomach looked like it was stained with big splotches of purple-black ink. She saw my stare, and she yanked the fabric back in place. He's strong, that's all, she said defensively. The ink spots were bruises. I almost gagged, and I understood what he'd said about watching it hurt her. Suddenly, I felt a little crazy myself. Bella, I said. She heard the change in my voice. She looked up, still breathing heavy, her eyes confused. Bella, don't do this. Jake, listen to me. Don't get back up yet, okay? Just listen. What if? What if what? What if this wasn't a one-shot deal? What if it wasn't all or nothing? What if you just listened to Carlisle like a good girl and kept yourself alive? I won't. I'm not done yet. So you stay alive. Then you can start over. This didn't work out. Try again. Guess what, Em? Guess what? <laughs> we got some new patrons. Cool. Yes, very cool. Um, first up, we have Brooke from I Have No Idea Where She's From. We also have Rebecca from the UK. And then Anna, I also don't know where she's from. And Lisa from Pennsylvania. And then Christopher from Oklahoma. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for signing up for our Patreon. It is a great place to hang out. Also, if you just on accident didn't give me your address, no biggie. Go ahead and give it to me now. I would love to send you a thank you card, a birthday card, any other perks that you deserve for being one of our patrons. So if 
if I say I don't know where you're from, that means I don't have your address and you can give it to me still. I forgive you. <laughs> Forgiven. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. And my name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. Um, on this week's episode of Remember Twilight, every time I look at these titles, I'm just amazed Embarrassed. and confused. Oh. <laughs> on this week's episode of Remember Twilight, we are discussing Chapter 10 of Breaking Dawn. It is called, Why Didn't I Just Walk Away? Oh, Right. Because I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. What happened last week? <laughs> well, last week, Jacob decided to come and pay the Collins a visit and see if Bella was dead or alive. <laughs> and he got there, and he was like, Carlisle, you're nice. And then he went inside, and he was like, why is everyone standing in the middle of the room? Why is Edward on the floor? And then Edward's like, I need to talk to you. And they go outside, and Edward in the dirt says, you gotta ask Bella a question for me. <laughs> and then Jacob's like, I will not ask her that. But then they go back inside, and that's where we're at. I mean, talk about being embarrassed. <laughs> Last week's chapter was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever had to read. It's the most hilarious thing, to be honest. <laughs> the hilarity was at top of the charts. The embarrassment, even higher. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Mm -hmm. Gets a little bit worse in this chapter, too. Oh, that, yeah, 100 worse. <laughs> 100 worse. <laughs> Buckle up, everyone. So Jacob's feeling uh, really confused about this question, what Edward has asked him, which is, tell Bella that she can have your baby instead of mine. Jacob has a really twisted brain. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, his like way of conceptualizing what people tell him got real messed up. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> he's like, okay... She's still married to you, but I get her every weekend for pleasure only. <laughs> no, I simply could never consider that. Or could I? Anyway. Uh, he's so gross. So he, as they're like walking back, Jacob decides on, he's not going to do it. It's weird. It's twisty. I'm just going to forget this weird dirt conversation <laughs> ever happened. Me too. Please. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll still talk to her and, like, figure out what's going on. And she won't listen to me, and that's fine. And Edward doesn't say anything about Jacob ignoring his request on their way back up. And then Jacob's like, I wonder if that one patch of dirt in the driveway is far enough away that no one could hear what we were <laughs> whispering to each other. And when they walk in the door, no one looks disgusted or uh, about to hit Jacob in the face. So they're like, he's like, I think that one spot is how far away you have to go to get out of vampire hearing range. I think so, too. And Bella's like, oh, thank God he didn't kill Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's still alive. Edward's still alive. We're good for today. Mm -hmm. So Edward walks back over to Bella. Um, Bella's mostly watching Edward. And then... Um, her face turns gray and Jacob's like, oh, no, <laughs> Edward needs to stop being around her if he wants to stop stressing her out. And then Edward announces to everyone that they're going to let Bella and Jacob speak privately. And Rosalie's like, absolutely not going to happen. Literally kill me first. Mm -hmm. But Edward tells Bella, like, 
are you afraid that Jacob's going to hurt you? And for some reason, Bella's like, no, he would never hurt me, even though uh, <laughs> he's literally he's hurt, hurt you. you like five times by now. <laughs> oh, but she does say that Jacob's not going to hurt us. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. she's no. I get that. She's no longer her right now. Uh-huh. She's us. So Rosalie's like, no, they're probably tricking us. And Bella's like, nah. And then Edward's like, Rosalie, me and Carlisle are going with you. We're the ones that she's afraid of. Just the sheer, the sheer complete insanity that's happening right now with all these people. They have all lost their minds. Mm-hmm. Understandably, something very scary is happening. I wish they had some sort of a mediator because they're all just at the top of crazy stressed right now. And Mm -hmm. it is a lot to deal with. The fact that Rosalie's like, I'm not leaving her. The fact that Edward's like, listen, we're not tricking you. I'm not going to go like, oh, Rosalie, go over there. Oh, what's over there? And then tear the baby out of Bella. What? Stop, you guys. Yeah, this makes Bella very sad. She starts crying. She's like, no, Edward, it's not like that. And he's like, I didn't mean it. It's fine. You don't have to worry about me. And then Jacob's like, if only Bella were born in a time where she could have died by a lion for a good cause. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yep, he's like, the girl was a classic martyr. Yes, Jacob, haven't you been reading these books? (laughs) Have you not been reading Bella's journal too? (laughs) So then Edward's like, please, everyone, come with me. So everyone's like, fine. They go out. Rosalie and Edward are the last ones. And Rosalie looks at Bella and Bella's like, no, just leave. But Rosalie makes Edward walk ahead of her as if he's going to ambush Bella with Jacob. I don't know. It's so weird. I can't explain any of it other than it's just the highest level of stress any of them have ever felt. That's the only explanation for this behavior from any of them. Yeah. So finally, everyone leaves. Jacob goes over and sits by Bella on the floor. (laughs) He's trying to be a little Edward right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, He takes both of her hands and she's like that feels good and he's like Bella you look hideous and she's like I know very scary (laughs) she tells him that she likes having him here she doesn't know how much more drama she can stand and he rolls his eyes and she's like I know it's my fault and then he yells at her and he's like what are you thinking and she's like did Edward tell you to yell at me and he's like yes (laughs) Emily's retelling okay I I'm finally understanding why so many people listen to this podcast, because Emily's retellings are on point. (laughs) I might change a word here or there, but I feel like I relay the intent very clearly. You understand the intent of what's happening here more than than Stephanie Meyer did. So good. So Jacob's like, yes, but I don't know why, because you never listened to me yelling before. Bella sighs. Um, he's going to start to be like, I told you you should have never married your vampire. You should have lived with me forever. And she's like, no, 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 Jacob. Don't you know that I told you so has a brother named Shut the Hell Up? And Jacob's like, "Uh uh-huh, good one. And she's like, thank you. I've been watching The Simpsons. (laughs) And then they just sit there for a minute. And then she's like, did he really ask you to talk to me? And Jacob's like, yeah, he wanted me to talk some sense into you, but there's a battle lost before it even starts. And she's like, so then why are you here? And he doesn't say anything. And then he's like, I know what being a drug addict is like. And it's like this. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Jacob. Bella is also his exact 
form of heroin and the more hits he takes now, the harder it'll be when his supply runs out. Wow. It wasn't annoying when Edward said it. No, but when Jacob says it, I just want to punch him three more times. For real? The punch count is at like 103 now. (laughs) But then Bella's like, it's all going to work out, you know, I believe that. And then the Kill Bill sirens start going off for Jacob again. And he's like, is dementia one of your symptoms? And all Bella can do is laugh because Jacob is becoming a shaking hand syndrome, which is never good. Nope. And she's like, I never said it'd be easy, but after everything that's happened to me, how can I not believe in magic by now? And he's like, magic? And she's like, yeah, magic. Especially for you, uh-huh. Bella. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this is this is getting ridiculous. I love a fairy tale, Bella. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take a nap, honey. She's like, yeah, out of everyone I know, you have magic waiting to make things right for you. And Jacob rightly says, what are you babbling about? Honestly, she sounds nutty. Mm-hmm. He's right. And then she's like, oh, I'm talking about imprinting. <laughs> <laughs> Edward told me it's like magic. And I do believe that you'll find who you're really looking for. And all of this will make sense. And Jacob almost starts screaming again. But then he's like, I'll probably rupture her eardrums. So he just growls. <laughs> he decides on a growl instead. And then he's like... How is imprinting your reason for all of this happening and being okay? And then for some reason it says, I struggled for words, but then he yells at her for like 30 more paragraphs. (laughs) He's like, just because I might imprint on someone someday, that doesn't make this right. What's the point of all of this? Pointing at her stomach, mostly. What's the point of me loving you, of you loving him when you die? How does that make anything right? What's the point for all of this pain, for everyone's pain? You're going to kill him too. So what was the point of your twisted love story in the end? If there is any sense, please show me, Bella, because I don't see it. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to work out. I guess you could call it faith. Okay, but here's, here's the deal. And here's where I'm like, okay, I kind of understand this and I get what's happening here. Bella has... She knows that a lot of the wolves have been imprinting. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know that, that it's supposed to be rare. So for her, she's like, of course Jacob's going to imprint. Everybody else is imprinting. Like, just, it, And it wasn't me and it won't be me. So he's mad about it, but I'm going to try to make him feel better by saying, like, you'll find somebody. You're de- Obviously, you'll find somebody. It's part of the magic of being a werewolf. That's fine. That's all. That all makes sense. But do you think that this is... A little bit of Bella's psychic powers, which I am convinced that she has now. That she isn't just saying it to make him feel better, but that because she's pregnant with Renesmee, she legitimately and literally knows. But doesn't know, no. You know, because she because she doesn't know that her dreams are, are foretelling and, and stuff like that. I think that's something that like a hundred years from now, Bella will finally have a grip of it. But right now, as a human, she's just having scary dreams. I do believe that. I also don't believe that Bella is actually sleeping a lot anymore. Yeah. So maybe that like psychic power is coming out a little bit more and just like just like her it awake will. state. Like it will when she's a vampire. Yes. yes. I just got chills. I had that, I had that thought too. <laughs> Very cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. But also her talking about faith. I was like, she's been living with Carlisle for a while. <laughs> Carlisle's been praying. <laughs> 
she's been having late night talks with Carlisle. And he's like, you know, everything's worked out for me. Maybe everything will work out for you. And she's like, okay, Carlisle. I'm going to cry. That's so sweet, Emily. Um, but then Jacob's like, you're dying for literally nothing, Bella. Rude. That is, he's so rude. Mm-hmm. Made, that made me squeak. It was so inappropriate. Jeez. Mm-hmm. But then Bella's like, I am not going to die. My heart will still be beating. I'm strong <laughs> enough to do that. As if that's something that you have any control over whatsoever. She'll just stay perfectly still mm-hmm. until the baby's out so that her butt her heart just keeps beating (laughs) she's just gonna like hit herself in the chest to keep that heartbeat moving jacob's like that's a load of crap you're not strong enough (laughs) he just keeps getting ruder Mm -hmm. but she's like no i can do this and he's like it doesn't look like it so what's your plan then and she's like well did you know that esme jumped off a cliff when she was human and he's like so She's like, well, she was close enough to dead that they didn't even take her to the emergency room, but her heart was still beating. And he's like, oh, that's what she means. And then he's like, so you're not su- you're not planning on surviving this human. And she's like, no, I'm not stupid. Yeah, she knows. Oh, mm-hmm. I love her. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. She's like, it worked for Esme. It worked for Emmett. It worked for Rosalie. Carlisle only changed them because it was either that or they would die. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Oh. She goes, he doesn't end lives. He saves them. Oh, so beautiful. She also uses the phrase, or no, Jacob actually says it. It's a great phrase. He says, emergency vampirization. Mm-hmm. I want that. I need some of that. Mm-hmm. I could use that right now. <laughs> then Jacob's like, oh, yeah, Carlisle, he is good again <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I'm about to think that he is imprinting on Carlisle we're at this all, point. Listen, who among us can say that we're not a little bit in love with Carlisle? Mm-hmm. Nobody. So now Jacob starts on the whole thing and he's like, listen to me, don't do it this way. Um, don't wait until it's too late. You have to live. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to him. Um, you know what he's going to do when you die. You've seen it before. And Bella didn't like that. She also face plants into the sofa. At this. <laughs> I, I, I circled that too. <laughs> into the sofa. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, remember when all those newborns grabbed me? What did you tell me? And she doesn't say anything. And so he says, you told me to be good and listen to Carlisle. And what did I do? I was good and I listened to Carlisle. And she's like, nah, you just did that because that was like your only choice. And he's like, well, either way. And she's like, nope, that's not what I need right now. I won't kill him. And he's like, oh, it's a boy. I should have brought you blue balloons. (laughs) And then there's this gross line that I like to admit. Omit. (laughs) Omit. Omit. What's it? Amish. You want my pencil? Yeah, please. Emily's going to cross it out. Her face (laughs) turned pink. The color was so beautiful. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Emily hated everything about that. I'm going to I'm gonna cross it out in solidarity with you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, in the middle of this whole conversation, Bella blushes and he's like, oh, so beautiful. Like, <laughs> all he's thinking about is sex, Jacob, girl. That's all he thought about for it. four books. And then he's like, I'm going to lose this again. Ugh. <laughs> But then Bella's like, I don't know if it's a boy. The ultrasounds won't work, so he's a little mystery. But I always see a boy in my head. And then he's like, that's not some pretty baby. And she's like, I don't know. We'll see. And he's like, you won't. And she's like, Jacob, I might walk away from this. And then she's like, it's going to be okay. And he's like, no. (laughs) 
It's not going to be okay. And he's Uh, crying. I'm just sorry to everybody about how annoying this whole conversation (laughs) between these two is. (laughs) So then he's like, what is the deal? I thought you wanted your vampire more than anything. And now you're just giving him up. That doesn't make any sense. Since when are you desperate to be a mom? And if you wanted that so much, why did you marry a vampire? (laughs) The questions all of us have been thinking. (laughs) She's like, it's not like that. It's not about having a baby. I didn't care about a baby. It's just this baby and then he's like that's the baby of a killer bella (laughs) i'm writing that down (laughs) and she's like no it's me and also i'm just weak and human but i can tough this out and then he's like shut up bella you're not fooling me you're not gonna make it and she's like nobody knows that he's honestly being so rude if Mm -hmm. my best friend was dying and she was like I'm gonna I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna get through this. I would be like, absolutely you will, and we'll do whatever we can to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I'll stick I'll stay by your side, I'll hold your hand, I'll put ice in your mouth, like I'll do whatever I can do to make sure that you stay alive. I wouldn't be like, you know you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, that's not helpful. Oh my gosh. <sighs> and then Bella like gasps and she grabs her stomach and she's like, It's fine. This happens every five minutes. But <laughs> In her movement, her sweatshirt came up a little bit and he sees her stomach that is covered in really dark black bruises. Ew. You mean Emmett's sweatshirt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob's like, Hut. and then he's like, oh, no, I'm going crazy. And then he's like, Bella, don't do this. And okay. she goes to interrupt him. And then he's like, no, no, listen, just listen. Everybody, he's doing it. He's going to do it. <laughs> He's like, what if this wasn't like a one-time only thing? What if you just listen to Carlisle, stay alive for a minute, and then um, you can start over? Oh, he's doing it. This didn't work out. <laughs> Try again. And she's like, she does what you do, but to Jacob, she puts his, her finger in the middle of his forehead and irons it out. I need a Bella. <laughs> uh-huh. And she's like, what do you mean try again? Edward would never do this again. Um, any baby and he's like yeah any of his babies would be the same and she's like I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) and he can't simply say anything else about it but then Bella gets it and she's like ew Jacob (laughs) (laughs) you think I should kill my baby and replace it with some generic substitute that's uh that's a word Bella said to Jacob at this moment in time. Well, she doesn't understand that he's talking about himself right now because she says she says artificial insemination and she she's all mad, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't mean with a stranger. And then he covers his own wrinkles. <laughs> mm-hmm. But generic substitutes are fine, Bella. Honestly, like you want a baby, get a baby. It's not a, ge- you're right. Yeah. You're right. I didn't understand what you were talking about. It's not a generic substitute no matter it's what. A, it's a human <laughs> baby. It's a person. It could literally be your child if you want a child bad enough. Yeah. So many of them. Tons. Think of how many. Millions of babies <laughs> would be happy to have Bella as their mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. In fact, do do that also. Yeah. Why not? You Think have the it. money. $34 billion. Do it. You could have a million babies. <laughs> They'd all be perfectly well taken care of. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then he's like, no, not a stranger. And she's like, what are you saying? And he's like, nothing. <laughs> And then she's like, where did that come from? And he's like, nope, forget it. And then she's like, hmm, did he tell you to say that? And he's like, no. 
And she's like, yes, he did. And he's like, no, really, he didn't say anything about artificial whatever. And then Bella leans back and she's like, he would literally do anything for me and I'm hurting him so much. But why would he think that I would trade his baby for other baby? (laughs) And then Jacob's like, well, you don't have to hurt him. You can make him happy. I really think he's losing it. (laughs) Um, But Bella's just sitting there considering what is being said. And then she's like, what do you mean by not a stranger? What did he say to you? And he's like, nothing. (laughs) And she's like, she just stares at him. He's like, no, nothing. Not at all. And then she's like, wow. Yeah, Bells. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He really would do anything, wouldn't he? Yes, he would. And then Bella's like, I'm surprised you didn't say that first thing. And he's like, well, I thought about it. And he goes, she knew what I was offering and she wasn't going to think twice about it. It stung. Yeah, but... Dude, she, I'm sorry. She's not in love with you. Mm-hmm. She's never been in love with you. No matter what any hot kiss on the top of the mountain tried to convince her of, <laughs> she has never been in love with you, dude. Yep. And then she's like, you would do anything for me, too. I don't deserve either of you. And then Bella's like, it doesn't make any difference this time. I don't know how to explain it right to you to make you understand. But I love him just as much as I love you. Well, she doesn't even say that. She goes... I couldn't kill him any more than I could pick up a gun and shoot you. That's different than saying I also love you. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm not a murderer, Jacob. That's what she's trying to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he's like, why do you always love the wrong things? And she goes, I don't think I do. So then Jacob gets up and she's like, where are you going? And he's like, I don't know. I'm done here. But she's like, don't go. And he's like, I can feel the addiction sucking at me. He's going through withdrawals. He walked five feet away from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's that Renez Maypole. He's, it is. He's feeling it. <laughs> but then he's like, I have to go. And she's like, why did you come over here? And he was like, just to see if you were really alive. I didn't believe you were sick, like Charlie said. Oh, he didn't want to say, uh, just to kill your husband. Just to murder your whole family is all. <laughs> um, and then she's like, are you going to come back again? And he's like, no, I'm not going to sit around and watch you die. And she's like, okay, you should go. And so he starts to walk away and she's like, bye. Love you, Jake. And he almost went back and tried again, and then he just goes, sure, sure, and he leaves. And none of the Cullens are hanging around outside. Maybe they're on the roof. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They went to the garage, maybe. I think they are in the garage. They're having one of their garage meetings. Yeah. Um, He looks at his bike, and he's like, I need speed now. And so he takes off all his clothes and he's like, I don't care who might be watching me. As if anyone's going to be watching him. Yeah, guarantee, honey, Rosalie is not looking at you from the trees like, ooh, look at him. Taking it off. What a bum. No. So he starts running. He blurred into a wolf mid stride <laughs> everyone's there and everyone's like jake jake jacob jake jacob jake jake oh jake <laughs> and then leah's like fuck you man uh-huh. <laughs> she's like god damn it <laughs> turn back into a human <laughs> go away um but then sam's like come home now and he can feel he can feel paul leave he seems to go tell billy and rachel what's happening that he's not dead as he's running, everybody gets the the like episode recap. Yeah, they previously do. Previously on <laughs> Jacob and Bella. 
I like that he has come around to I don't hate Edward anymore because he can see how much Edward is hurting because Bella's hurting. He doesn't say the bloodsucker, blah, blah, blah. He says the burning man in Edward's face, which I think is obviously a beautiful way to say that he's dying because he's in so much pain. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got there finally. Yeah. So after the recap, everyone is just exclamations in each other's heads. I love that. (laughs) So they all like start running to meet each other at this little clearing where no one's gonna see them. Everybody's freaking out now just yelling. (laughs) (laughs) They all get there. They're all in their wolfy circle. And then everybody like kind of starts getting on the same page. Like how did this happen? What is that gonna be? It's not safe. It's dangerous. We can't allow this. And Jacob's hearing everybody say this except for one wolf, and he doesn't look to see who it is. He just goes and stands by them. And they're like, the treaty didn't say anything about this. This isn't good. And then we get lots of just italicized... Wolf screaming. ...lines. (laughs) Basically, they're like, they're scared of it. They're not going to do anything about it. They'll protect Bella Swan. We can't care about that we have to keep our families safe if they won't kill it we have to we have to protect the tribe we have to kill it before it's too late there's no time to waste we're gonna have to fight we're ready we have surprise if we catch them divided it's gonna be best and jacob finally is like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. okay too much so he stands up and whatever miscellaneous wolf is next to him also <laughs> stands up and jacob just says wait <laughs> Everybody stops for one second, and then they start their wolf pacing again. I just imagined them, like, in a circle, just talking to each other. Is it like like when you put a bowl of food on the floor, and all the puppies go in a circle around the bowl? Yep, (laughs) That's what these wolves are doing. Uh But they're all 10 feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Yeah. So then Sam's like, we don't have time to wait. And Jacob's like, but what are you thinking Why are you, like, you wouldn't attack them for actually breaking the treaty earlier. Now you're going to attack them even though the treaty is still intact. And he's right. And I I don't want to back up Jacob Black, but they all lost their minds right now when before they were so calm and collected and, like, actually took a second to think. This time they're like, nope, kill it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And Sam's like, no one could have anticipated this. It's a danger to every human in the area. We How do you know? We don't know what they have Ugh. bred. Um, it'll be too young to follow the treaty anyway. And then Jacob tries to interrupt again, but he's like, nope, we can't take any chances. This thing can't be trusted. Sam's like, they don't like it any more than we do. They're ready to fight for it no matter what it is. Uh, and Jacob's like, no way, it's just a baby for crying out loud. But Leah's like, no, not for long. And everybody's just like trying to t- talk Jacob down. Um, but he's like, you're making this into something bigger than it is. The only person in danger right now is Bella. Okay, do you think, because I circled that line because I thought it was so interesting that suddenly now he's the level-headed one. He's the one who's like, no, 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 you guys are overreacting. You're being crazy. Like, literally the only person who will probably die is Bella. We're going to be fine. The colons aren't a threat to us. Is this because he went there and he sat with Bella and he got some Renesmee vibes? Probably. I love that. Yeah, because before they wanted him, he wanted everyone to attack the colons and still Bella was the only one yeah. in danger yeah, but now true. he's flipped it and he's like 
we have to save Bella. It's like, yeah, it must be the Renesmee like pull his addiction. <laughs> but it sounds like that's her choice still. But this time her choice affects all of us. And Jacob's like, I don't think so. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Though. <laughs> Seth is the one by Jacob. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> She's dying anyways, thinks Leah. And he's like, all right, I'm a killer. Um, Sam literally chomps into Jacob's leg to stop him from attacking <laughs> Leah. Even though he has the ability to stop people with his words. Interesting. Just saying. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you need to bite Jacob in the leg, I guess. I Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not mad at Sam about it. <laughs> Sam also is like, don't be cruel to him, Leah. Bella sacrifices a heavy price. We all recognize that. And we're all going to mourn what we do tonight. And Seth's like, wait, what, tonight? No, I think we should talk about this. Okay. At least talk to like someone else about this. I decided when I read this next page, I'm breaking up with Sam. Oh. I'm over it. I'm glad you have arrived here. So he tells like uh, he tells Seth that we can't afford your tolerance for the colons now. You're going to do what you're told, Seth. And so Seth kneels down and then he goes over to Jacob and he's like, Jacob, you're our strongest fighter. So... You're going to just go up against Emmett and Jasper and Embry and Quill are going to fight with you. And then he's like, Paul, Jared and I are going to take on Rosalie and Edward. Everyone else is going to take care of Carlisle, Alice and Esme. Yeah, it's really the reason I think when I wrote I'm breaking up with Sam is because of this line when he when he goes up to Jacob and he's like, you will fight, blah, blah, blah. And Jacob goes, my knees trembled. I struggled to hold myself upright while the voice of the alpha lashed at my will. And I was like, bye. Because that's Mm -hmm. gross. Yeah. I don't like it. And then he's like, whoever gets a clear line on the creature will take it. Destroying the creature is our first priority. Uh, It's still literally inside of a human. Yeah. Who you all love. Ugh. Gross. Super gross. I don't know how Bella can feel comfortable around any of these people after this has happened. It's like, you were willing to just kill me. Does she ever learn that they were? Probably not. I Probably nobody ever tells her because that's that's a lot. I feel that way. I'd be like, we're not friends anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -mm. safe around you. Yep. (laughs) All of our friendship was fake. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then everyone is like pawing around and scratching at the (laughs) dirt. And Seth and Jacob are just there like kneeling. Seth's nose is like touching the ground basically and he says i can i felt his pain at the coming disloyalty for him this was a betrayal during that one day of alliance fighting beside edward cullen seth had truly become the vampire's friend Aww. but there was no resistance in him he would obey no matter how much it hurt him he had no other choice Blech. and what choice did i have um he says that this is the first time sam has pushed his authority this far and he wouldn't force it if he didn't believe that he had any other choice He really believed it was our duty to destroy Bella. He can tell that Sam's planning on taking on Edward himself because Edward's the most dangerous and he's not going to let someone else take the risk. That's why he gave Jacob Jasper because he thinks Jasper is the second greatest threat. And then he gave all of the quote unquote easier targets to the younger wolves and Leah. Ew. (sighs) I have, I'm just disappointed. I just have to tell you guys what's happening. (laughs) 
just, Emily is a relayer of information. That's my job. It's not our fault. <laughs> I didn't make this part up. He goes, I felt sicker than Seth as I watched Sam plan it out, trying to work the angles to give each member of the pack the best chance of survival. Everything was inside out. This afternoon, I'd been chomping at the bit to attack them. But Seth had been right. It wasn't a fight I'd been ready for. I'd blinded myself with that hate. I hadn't let myself look at it carefully because I must have known what I would see if I did. Carlisle Cullen. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Jacob simply believes that killing him would be murder. The others too, I guess. But he doesn't care as much about them as he does Carlisle. Mostly because he believes that Carlisle wouldn't kill any of them because he wouldn't want them to die. Absolutely. And then he goes, this was wrong. (laughs) Yep. Yep. But Sam's just like, pull it together, Jacob. Tribe comes first. Sam's like, we have a duty to fulfill. And Jacob says, no. And Sam says, yes. (laughs) Gross. There are no loopholes tonight. You, Jacob, are going to fight the Cullens with us. You, with Quill and Embry, will take care of Jasper and Emmett. You are obligated to protect the tribe. That is why you exist. You will perform this obligation. My shoulders hunched as the edict crushed me. My legs collapsed and I was on my belly under him. No member of the pack could refuse the alpha. (sighs) All right, hold on. I was like, maybe we should read an email. Email. And so, because I was like, this is just yucky and gross and Sam's being gross and the whole situation is kind of yucky. So I was like, maybe we have an email and we do have an email that we got a while ago. We got this back on September 27th and it's from one of our listeners. Her name is Jessica. And she wrote us this adorable email about Edward and Bella getting married. And so I was like, you know what would be nice to like take a break from this Jacob drama and uh, Sam drama and Wolf drama and Let's Kill Bella drama and have a little throwback to some happy marriage stuff. (laughs) I'm going to read the whole thing and then I'll see if I cut things out later. So she says, good morning. My name is Jessica and I'm from New Mexico. I'm a stay at home mom and I found Remember Harry Potter a few months ago and quickly binged every episode from the first book. Then I saw y'all had Remember Twilight, and I thought, I love Remember Harry Potter. I could probably get into Remember Twilight. Even though I had not picked up the books since I finished Breaking Dawn when I was an eighth grader, and I had only watched part of Twilight and part of New Moon while in an ER waiting room a few years back. I pretty much saw how Emily said during the Q&A that I finished Twilight and was like, okay, that's over now. Needless to say, I have been obsessed I just now listened to the wedding episode, and when I tell you I have binged this podcast every chance I get, I mean it. I put y'all on when I'm doing dishes, and it's literally the only reason I can get through it. Dishes are my least favorite chore. Anyways, I always thought I would send y'all a message when I caught up completely, and I'm so close to actually being caught up, but when I tell you I bawled during the wedding episode... Marin choking up during the line read at the beginning was the start for me and I couldn't stop. I got married to my best friend and the most amazing man I've ever met in 2018, and hearing the wedding scene really made me realize how much I've changed since I first read the books. I remember thinking how happy I was for Bella when she got married because I was still at an age where I was like, this is everyone's dream and she doesn't realize it. Since then, I went through an incredibly toxic and emotionally abusive relationship, and it really changed me and my views on life, and I really believed I wouldn't get married. I wouldn't meet anyone else. All the lies that he made me believe. 
And then she did a rolling my eyes emoji. I met my now husband shortly after and we fell in love so incredibly fast and I would not change a thing. I remember telling him I was worried people would think I was pregnant since we were getting married fairly young and pretty quickly after meeting. But just like Bella, on our wedding day, I had to walk down some stairs and then I was able to fully see everyone sitting down with everything decorated and I held on to my dad for dear life because even though I was wearing Vans, I just knew I would trip. And again, same as Bella, the moment I saw my husband, everything else melted away. And I also just wanted to sprint down the aisle to be by his side. And I walked down the aisle to the Piano Guys version of A Thousand Years. How fitting. Listening to this episode literally brought back all the feelings from my wedding day and the absolute joy that I felt in my heart and every ounce of my being flooded back. I cannot believe that Stephanie Meyer was able to write such a beautiful wedding scene. I definitely did not have this strong emotional connection to this scene the first time I read Breaking Dawn and it really caught me off guard in the absolute best way. So many things from this series have hit me completely different. Uh, now that I'm older, and it's been such a pleasure listening to y'all talk about this incredible series that I cannot believe I ever felt shameful about enjoying. Oh, and also, I'm Team Edward now. Clearly, as a young person, I had something for toxic people, as my Team Jacobness and three-year relationship with an abuser clearly shows. But meeting my husband and knowing real true love of someone who has the best intentions and so much care and love for me and absolutely no spite or hate towards me, it's really fundamentally changed me as a person. I went into the podcast thinking that I was going to stay Team Jacob, but listening to y'all, I realized how I how was I ever? Ugh, I hate it. But listening to Midnight Sun really cemented it for me, even though I started becoming Team Edward when I was listening to the Twilight episodes. Anyways, this was so incredibly long and was not my intention, but I love y'all so much, which seems so silly, but you don't understand how much you've helped me get through these last few months. I'm also attaching some pictures from my wedding that I specifically remember the moments when y'all were going through the episode because I love showing my pictures to anyone who cares and also because I feel like they complete this incredibly long story. Anyways, I'm happy I found your podcasts. And then she's got a picture of her coming down the stairs and seeing her husband for the first time. Um, and then she's got their kiss and then she says not wanting to look at anyone but each other after the kiss walking back up the aisle and still only having eyes for him and the last three are from cutting the cake and feeding it to each other poor Edward had to force himself to swallow a piece of cake but I on the other hand only got a small bite before the rest of it fell down into my dress and was trapped in my cleavage for the rest of the night (laughs) (laughs) so Jessica um I got to I got to tell you I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for finding your true love and for sticking with him and making sure that you had your Bella-ish wedding and dream come true and I'm glad you're part of our community and for listening to us and I love you so much and it's not you know everybody wants to say like you guys helped me get through so much but I'm like you guys have all helped us get through so much. So, and there are some gorgeous pictures of her and her husband and her dad, and it's really, really sweet. I can't wait to go look at those. That was such a good email. Yeah, they're beautiful. Here, you can just have them on my phone. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a beautiful email. If anybody ever wants to write to us, go ahead and do it. We read all of the emails. We may not respond immediately, but we are always checking and we're always here for you. These are adorable. Aren't they so so cute? (laughs) And I'm just picturing her with a piece of cake in her cleavage for like (laughs) four hours. (laughs) It would just melt by that time. (laughs) She has to take a full entire shower to get like buttercream frosting off. (laughs) 
Um, let's see. Is there anything else? All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to Remember Twilight this week. We are off to record our Patreon-only episode. So if you want to listen to those, come join us over on the Patreon. Um, and remember, don't let your friends kill your best friend. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Cheers. <laughs> okay. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.